Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us that we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's word. Let's always speak love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Amy. And I'm Shannon. And we're back with we're Amy. Back. Yay! Oh, I, I thought about that you. when I was when I was driving home to come back to my home office. And I was like, oh yay, I get to record the podcast this afternoon. I get to see Shannon. This is also one of that literally thought went through my head, like, I'm back. But I'm not like back back. I'm like, I'm not back there. I'm just right. back on the podcast back on the podcast back on the, I know sadly you're not in person we are sitting across zoom yes, multiple states are. away multiple. no it was fun to have Stacy it was great to oh um, you know kind of get to bounce around with her and just have an awesome conversation but we did miss you and um, I'm so glad that you're back with us I am glad right that where I'm you back belong too, but <laughs> Stacy was awesome I yeah I loved hearing her it was, good. It was really great so but yes I'm definitely yeah. glad to be back and doing this thing because it's so much fun yeah this is so much fun for sure well we you guys are focusing are just continuing to roll with this topic for the year um that's been happening for our Eden gatherings and we're just kind of it's bleeding into all places Eden which we just love um be intentional be transformed Mm -hmm. Um, we're just really pressing in this year to being really intentional about pretty much everything we do um, and asking ourselves good questions and and then specifically in our relationship with Jesus like being intentional with how we pursue him how we allow him to pursue us because we know um, we learn by the way of Jesus and we learn by what we read in scripture and by our own life experiences and the experiences of those around us that being intentional in relationship with him um, is the only way to transformation. Um, And so that's what we are kind of pressing into and focusing on this entire year. And again, for this podcast today, huh? Yep. Yep. All about being intentional. Yeah. Yep. Um, And today we really want to talk about, to start, we want to talk about being intentional with prayer. Um, This idea came to me because Personally, I've been more than ever before um, being led and called into a space of prayer for like literally everything. Um, and I'm not, I'm kind of being, I'm really in a space where I'm being curious about like, what's that about? It seems very different. Like, it's not like, I don't, I don't know. It's not like my life is much more tumultuous than ever before or whatever. I mean, our world is much more tumultuous than ever before. So that makes sense. 
Amen to that. Um, yeah, right. Totally. Amen to that. Um, so that's a that's a personal connection to that. But then I also, it's kind of also a little bit off of the conversation that I had had with my daughter, which um, we're maybe potentially going to have her on in a couple of weeks or so and talking about this herself. But she is leading a discipleship group in her home. She lives um, in Seattle, goes to UW, and she lives in a home with a community called Vision 16. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is that she was doing a little something on prayer and um, their conversation around prayer was really interesting. And one of the most interesting things that she said, some of her feedback was, is that um, some of the girls were like, what's the point of praying? God already knows. God already knows. He already knows what I want. He already knows what I hope, what I'm hoping for. It just seems like it doesn't make sense. Like, what's the big deal? Why should we come before him in this way? Um, so that really got me thinking, like, because that coupled with like how I'm just being drawn and pulled to the space and place of prayer, I'm just like, oh, this can't just be only in that circle. It's got to be in other places too. So I kind of brought the topic up to you, Aim, and we're just going to go for it, huh? Yeah, we're rolling. Yeah. Do it. What about you? Do you, I mean, what do you think about prayer? I mean, how do you feel about prayer? I'm smiling only because. I kind of feel like right now it's kind of interesting for you. It is. And it's funny when you, (laughs) when you were sharing where you were, I'm thinking to myself, this is, this is why Shannon and I are such good friends. This is why this podcast works because I'm in a totally different place and I can come from a totally different perspective. And I think that that is super valuable because I desire to be in the place where you are. That is like my, my true heart's desire is to be in that place. But I think that with all the change that we've had happen and all the transition that's been going on and, and the biggest piece of grief, one of the biggest piece of grief that I've been processing through and all that is being uprooted from our church and, you know, not being at living word anymore and being used to being surrounded by just a community of faith all the time, which was like this warm blanket that just felt so good. And it's so encouraging and it's so motivating and it, it keeps you in a, you know, it helps to keep in that, that space. And now we're trying to find our way into a new community of faith here. So for me right now, I have to be very intentional about engaging in prayer. It's not something that I am falling naturally into the way that I have in the past. I have to really be present with myself. And when I find myself in a certain headspace, reminding myself, Amy, pray about it. Mm-hmm. Jesus wants to hear, like he wants to hear from you. And mm-hmm. like reminding myself of that and just not, not shaming myself when mm-hmm. that's not the first place that I'm going with things. Um, sometimes I feel like it's even an afterthought, which grieves me. Like it hurts my heart. Like this mm-hmm. isn't what I want. This isn't how I've been previously. Like, and I understand that it is a season, but it's just become so very apparent to me how important that intentionality is sometimes. Sometimes we are just filled with the Holy Spirit, and the only thing we want to do is pray. But then other times we might not find ourselves there. But he is going, regardless of where we are on either ones of the ends of that spectrum or anywhere in between, he's going to meet us right there. Mm -hmm. He's not standing down on the end of the spectrum where you are 
like, come on, Amy, come on. No, he is walking my direction and he is standing right next to me, just loving me, which yeah. is so reassuring, but it's just, it's so interesting how we can mm-hmm. find ourselves in very different spaces. And I'm really trying to lean into that and, and continue to be intentional in doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I feel like I have been in spaces like that before too, where it feels like I don't have a motivation toward approaching him mm-hmm. in from a heart posture of prayer. Yeah. Um, but the one of the things that sticks out to me is one of the is that I also remember being in that space, and I know I mean this is true for everybody, but the the Bible tells us that the Spirit, like the Holy Spirit in us, he like interprets just like, even like, I mean, they, the word in the Bible is the groanings and moanings, um, not the grumblings, but the groanings and moanings like within us. <laughs> different if we're just being little complainers, which I think he cares about that too, to be honest. Of course he, he cares about that too, but um, that the Holy Spirit like interprets that from the inside of us, that desolation place. Cause to me, kind of what you're sharing is you're like in a desert season where mm-hmm. there's some desolation and there's this like dry, like we're dry. Right. Um, but the Holy spirit does it. He interprets that he goes to those spaces. So I even, even that, that image that you gave about like the spectrum of like where Jesus is. I mean, I, I was like, yeah. And there's like this, like supernatural, like where it's like actually right in the core of you, which is so, so cool. But it is hard. I do think different seasons are super hard. And that word, like, you know, being driven or being motivated towards prayer, not having that is one of the suckiest places because you're right. You start asking yourself these questions. What's wrong with me? Like, is this bad? Like, you know, how come, why can't I get it together? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I used to be like this and now I'm like that, but he's not, not, he is so present in all of it. He's present when there's this direct you know, motivation and this direct calling toward it, toward it, toward him in this, in this posture prayer. And then he's fully, fully present and on the other side as well, mm-hmm. which is so awesome of his faithfulness. But I do think you're right, Aim, because they're talking about intentionality. I mean, that is part of faith is when you are feeling what you're feeling and what you're sharing, you have to be even more intentional to like force yourself Yes. to like, and like you said, to go before him, but then even like, sometimes if it's, even if it's an afterthought, like that's okay. I mean, that's normal. I mean, I feel like, you know, there's, especially with reorienting, like you're being, you're reorienting to the newness of your world. Mm-hmm. And we're so funny because I think we think that just happens in the snap, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's true at all. No. I think it actually takes a really, yeah, I think it takes <laughs> such a really long time. And so it makes sense that like, your psyche is like trying to like put all the puzzle pieces all back together and to be like, mm-hmm. okay. And they're not even going to go back together. Because oh, they're going to, they'll eventually go back together, but the puzzle is going to look totally different than it did right. before. You have a whole new picture. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It just, it does. It takes time. And, and my, my prayer, which I have been praying a lot is exactly that. Like, Lord, help me re like get, have that reignited in me. Yeah. So that yeah. that's where I am. And I just have to keep praying that and being intentional and praying that and, and knowing that like, he is not holding this against me. He is not judging no. me. He is just loving me. Mm-hmm. And that is very, very reassuring. Mm-hmm. 
It's so reassuring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, good on you. I, it's so funny because I, you know, we were talking about this topic and then as I was telling, telling everybody, you listeners out there, um, I just looked at, you know, I was like, oh yeah, like this is not, you know, it's not like we, we try not to like go too far into the topic because we want to s- save all our good stuff for talking to y'all. Want to be um, organic. We do have to get, yes, but we do have to get prepared. I mean, geez, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but I was just like, oh yeah. I mean, I just having remembered that that's the space, you know, that you're in, that is yeah. not fun and not, yeah, yeah easy. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I do, there are lots of different places. So it, part of the ways I think that we can be intentional about stepping toward the Lord is, Obviously, we look at the Bible and where it talks to us. I mean, it talks to us in multiple different areas um, about coming to the coming before the Father um, with prayer. Jesus did it first of all. We talked about that in our, you know, Eden gathering, the last Eden gathering, I guess so. In October, the one that I did, we talked about that how um, how Jesus went and he prayed. He got away and he prayed. We were more talking about solitude, but what was he doing? A lot of times he was praying, not just spending time with him, although he was just soaking him up, I'm sure, but there was prayer there too. So we follow him um, with instruction um, and just the way of Jesus there. But then also like, I think about like in Luke 11, actually, I think it's more places than Luke, but I'm just talking about like our father, the, how do we pray? Like Jesus, like taught, how do we pray? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to go back to just the basics, right? Like what are the basics Um, to get ourselves like back into a posture or a habit um, um, of faithfully walking that out? Um, I think that his instruction there is really great. And I, I love that because I love how the, how the, our father, you could literally do our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But you can also like stop at the stanzas and be like our father and you can hang out there and just be like, you are omnipotent. You are omnipresent. You are sovereign. I mean, and spend time and thinking about like our father in heaven and then how holy you are. Your name is holy. I mean, it kind of helps you. It helps me anyway. It can help anybody like kind of go and be like, I really want to pray. I, this is part of my faith walk. I really want to be intentional with this. And here's one way I can by going, um, going sort of down the list, quote unquote, during this prayer and like breaking it down and being really intentional about spending time in those spaces. And of course, there's places there for, to ask for forgiveness. There's places there to ask for, to petition for desires and needs, um, for community. There's so many different, there's just so many different layers to that prayer. It's just so beautiful. So if you're feeling stuck, that might be a great place to go is to hang out, you know, in Luke 11 and to kind of go back and to just, um, remember you probably, many of you out there might know it by heart or no parts of it by heart, maybe. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I forgot it because <laughs> we don't say it at our, you know, at our church regularly. But yeah. um, growing up, I definitely did. We said it every Sunday. So mm-hmm. yeah. do you and find think, something like that helpful? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that that's, that's really helpful. And I also think that remembering that on the opposite end of that, like it doesn't have to be something formal either in being being in his presence and even sending up prayers or praises to him you know one thing that I know that helps me is just being able to soak in the magnificence of his creation and just even I will I do this in my car a lot you know or like right now I'm looking out my office window and there's this huge tree that just has like 
50 different shades of orange leaves on it. And it's beautiful. And just being like, wow, Lord, thank you for fall. Thank you for the way that you created our world to change the, the leaves and that it's so beautiful. You know, like little things like that. Like when I see something that I'm just like, wow, that's so pretty. Giving thanks to exactly where it belongs. And that yeah. is to God for his creation. And so mm-hmm. like, that's a, like, just kind of like a, a heart posture for me that helps me when I'm feeling disconnected of like, just really soaking in and acknowledging that everything comes from him, mm-hmm. which just opens me up. Like a lot of times I will find myself just falling into prayer when I've noticed something that I find mm-hmm. beautiful. And so true. Him. And then yeah. like, it just kind of snowballs from there. So yeah. Just, just remembering that it, that while I think that I, you're, I'm totally with you, Shan, like that structure of that prayer, I think is so, so valuable and can, is like, I love it. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. And it's, it's awesome. But also remembering that we can not do something so formal. We can have a conversation with him, like we would a friend and just talk to him. And that is, that's a form of prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it and it's a form of connection, um, for sure. Yeah, I feel like whatever kind of fits your personality mm-hmm. or um, whatever fits kind of where you're at. Yeah. I like Amy. You're so that's so true. I feel like if I kind of I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just start with a posture of gratitude. If I'm like, I am not, you know, doing great today. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with a posture of gratitude. You're right that it does kind of snowball into this beautiful space of like almost an awakening and an yeah. awareness. Yes. Um, because I do think that, you know, we can really fall asleep to where he is and what he's doing all around us mm-hmm. um, and just be completely unaware. But we have to be intentional, even with that intentional of being like, okay, on purpose, I'm going to see what's going on yeah. and engaging him in conversation in that way is, is definitely a form of prayer. And it's an awesome way to sort of like you know, take a step toward him and you never know what's going to end up kind of pouring out of you um, after that. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of pouring out, I feel like there's another place um, in the Bible in Ephesians I wanted to talk about, like, this is right after the armor of God. So in Ephesians uh, six, um, Paul's talking about the armor of God. We, we assume that what's happening there is he's probably like in prison somewhere. He's in prison a lot. Um, and he sees an arm or he's an arm guard. Right. And he's like, actually, you know, here's a saying, and we, you know, it's, you know, put on the different pieces of armor, but at the very end, um, he says like, um, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. What I like about that is, and I think we jump over it, we don't even realize, but it says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And this goes back to, you know, I said, whatever kind of comes out of you, this goes back to what we were talking about before, Amy, where uh, I was like, hey, you know, remember that just all the groans and moans on the inside of you, just even your tears. I feel like, I feel like our tears can be prayers. I feel like what's coming out of the inside of us can be prayers. And um, it's been very recently that we've been having some conversations, speaking of Stacy earlier, we were talking about Stacy and Pastor Stacy actually had a really awesome conversation with this woman who's in one of our small groups um, that we're doing right now on Wednesday nights. And this woman was like, I want to get closer to the Lord. And I, she basically was kind of exploring this idea of her prayer language. And Stacy was like, 
and when I say prayer language, it can be kind of confusing because, um, you know, you read in the Bible, like the gift of the Holy Spirit, this, um, this gift of tongues, which would be, um, you know, almost prophesying in a different language. And, you know, the instruction that, you know, that is given to us in, in the Bible is not to prophesy in a different language unless there's somebody there who can interpret. This is different. This is a language, or I say language, I mean, I'm quote using quotes. Like, this is essentially something that comes out of you that is just between you and the Lord, whether it's verbal or just inside of you. Um, and I think this is something we all have access to. Um, and, and I say that because um, it, because of something that Stacy had shared with this woman. And she was like, yeah, but isn't it just my voice? Isn't it just my thoughts? Isn't it just, you know, me? And Stacy was like, yeah, it is you. Um, but ultimately it's just allowing the space inside of you to communicate with the Lord in a way that you're like, I don't even know what I want. Like, I don't even know what I want to pray about this thing. I don't even know how I feel about this thing. I just know that I feel angsty about it or sad about it or excited about it. And it's almost like our feelings and our emotions kind of collide with this desire and this um, need, almost like this innate need and desire to, to lay it before the father. And I feel like that's what Paul's talking about here. It says, and pray in the spirit. Like that essentially is what happened, what's happening. And just to encourage like everybody, don't be afraid of that. I mean, I know it sounds super weird. Um, and if you have questions, you can send me an email or you can call me up or whatever. <laughs> we can have a conversation about it, but um, but I, and, and the, the further, to further the conversation, Stacey and I were talking about, I actually believe this is inside every believer. Like we have this ability inside of us, whether we re realize it or not. And even, like I said, it doesn't have to be anything except for like, oh, my, my guts feel heavy for this person in my life, or my guts feel just ugh, heavy about the circumstance that I am waiting for the outcome, or I'm crying and I'm, I'm really crying because I am, in, I'm suffering in this way, or I'm, I'm having some, I'm feeling sorrow um, about this situation. Those are all ways that, that we communicate with the spirit um, through our spirit. And so like, don't be afraid of that stuff. Like that's, that's real. And I think by understanding that and acknowledging that we can be really intentional with that too, by where our heart posture is in those places. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I said a lot there. You did, but it was a great, it was a great explanation. And I think especially for people that maybe haven't experienced that just to, to know that there's not like a, a certain way that that comes out, right? Like it's, oh. it's so unique. And, and I haven't experienced like that prayer language, air bunnies, you know, um, air bunnies. Yet, <laughs> air bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like I've been on the verge of it in those moments where it's like, there's so much inside of you and mm -hmm. so much that's trying to come out that you literally feel like I don't have the words to be able to like articulate this, but it's like, you still want to be able to get out what it is that's inside of you. Right. Yeah. Like, and I feel like I've sat on that like precipice of being like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to verbalize what is going through my head right now, but knowing that I want to. And I think that if I would submit myself to that, that it could allow me to like express that in a different way that wouldn't make sense to anybody else, but it would, it would make sense to the Lord and it mm -hmm. would allow me to get it from outside of, from inside of me to outside of me. <laughs> Yeah. So that's like, the boy, doesn't it feel better? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Because we know how good it feels when, 
we are struggling with something and we do have somebody that we can talk to and we are able to verbalize it and share it. And then after we've had the conversation, it's like, wow, gosh, I feel so much better just being able to talk that through with someone. Even if there's no resolution, even if there's no solution, it was just, I was able to word vomit all over my friend and she was able to receive and listen and just be there with me. I feel so much better. I don't feel so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. by this thing now. That's true. I think of the same situation. If we are able to relieve ourselves of that with the Lord through that connection with him, we're going to feel that. Even if we're like, I have no idea what just happened or what was going on. All I know is I feel better. And I feel, I feel lighter. I feel like I have handed it over to him in some way or whatever that might be. So, yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It doesn't have to look any certain type of way. It's not like you have to stand on your head and stick your left arm out to the side. I mean, there's, it's, it's not, it, it sounds and feels super spiritual, but, and it is a supernatural experience, but it, it isn't, it, it isn't anything I almost want to say it isn't anything special, except that it is totally special. That's not yeah. what I mean. But anyway, I think I think it's being conveyed like what we're what yeah. we're trying to say here. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and if you have any questions, you let us know. <laughs> There's usually right. We have contact information in our show notes. There's contact information, I assume, somewhere. There can or be. We can put it there, or we can put it there. <laughs> there definitely can be, like, or you can go it. to, exactly or you that. can go to livingwordocarver.com and That's there's true. Shannon's contact information. Find me right there. I feel like I need a new picture there, by the way. I feel like I don't really look like that anymore. Okay. <laughs> profile pictures aren't profile pictures fun. Anyway, whoa, whoa. that is off topic. Very, we very took an off ramp there for a second. Totally, totally. <laughs> the only other scripture that kind of stood out to me when I was thinking and praying about this topic was, um, and I love Ephesians 4, or sorry, Philippians 4, 6. And I wanted to bring that up um, because I think, especially in this time frame that we're in, there's just so much anxiety and so much unknown and so much going on. And we are spent. Um, I'm just noticing that. God's people, including my own self, are just weary. Um, and so Philippians 4, 6 just says, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. That's all requests, anytime. <laughs> I do like how it does say with thanksgiving, because um, I do think that brings us back to that heart posture that we were talking about, Amy, where we're like, yep. Uh, and even if starting with that, like, oh my gosh, Lord, thank you. I mean, I, cause it has been, I know you live in Missouri. You do not live in Washington, but I'm not telling you, I'm not kidding you. When I tell you the weather has been out of control, like for the fall here, it's been very weird. Like this is winter weather. And I'm like, what is happening? It is windy. It is rainy and it is windy and rainy all the time. And so when it's sunny, it's like, oh, this sun. <laughs> So it's funny because I hear a lot of people like saying, oh, I've already had, I got my seasonal, seasonal depression already going, or I got my seasonal affective disorder or whatever already going. And it's just really early in the season for that. Yeah. Like that's like the last thing we need is more of that. But it's true. Like, I feel like when the sun comes out, I'm like, wow, Lord, thank you for the sun. So starting with that, but also just not forgetting that everything and anything dump it. It's like a dump journal. If you have a dump journal, it's the same kind of concept. Do a dump journal and be like, dear Lord, and then just write it all down or just Mm -hmm. say it all out or whatever it is, because 
you know, we do, we get to come before him with all kind of stuff, um, with all of it. He wants to know all of it. And he's, he's, you know, calling us to not be anxious about anything because he mm-hmm. actually, he does have it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he wins in the end, he has overcome the grave. He's got it all, but we're still here in the midst of it right now. So that's a thing. Ain't that the truth? So true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> have you guys had crappy weather in? Um, it's actually been really nice this week. It, um, I, what was it? Monday, Monday and Tuesday, it was like 70 degrees. Whoa. So it was really nice. And then today, really weird. It was sunny. And then these massive black clouds rolled in and for Mm -hmm. like 20 minutes, it was super windy, downpoured rain. And now they're gone and it's blue skies. So, you know. Just wait a few minutes. We'll see what what's what's gonna happen. So does it change? Like, does the weather change like that a lot there? Like, is it kind of like? We are literally talking about the weather, by the way. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, the the storms will roll in pretty quick. Yeah, they they will roll in. They will do their thing, and then they'll roll back on out. So weird. Um, yeah, for like those like thunderstorms, you know, like those mm-hmm. classic Midwest thunderstorms. If it's raining all day, it's raining all day, and that's just how mm-hmm. it is. But Okay, so sometimes it does. Yeah, but sometimes we've had those thunderstorms that it's like, okay, bye, and then they're gone. That was what it was today because it's literally fine now. Nice. I was literally thinking, oh my gosh, I hope I don't lose power while we're doing this. Oh, because there goes my Wi-Fi and the end. So, but we're good. (laughs) We are good. (laughs) good. There was a tornado the other day in Kitsap County. So what? That's also another thing. That's remember happened before. Yes, there yes. was one a couple of years ago. I remember. Okay, so it's that same location because people were like, oh my gosh, I lost my roof last time or whatever. Anyway, see, I'm telling you, Washington State, something's going on here. Wild. Wild. Y'all just come to Missouri. That's right. <laughs> it's where we go. Where we go. Yes, do it. Okay, well, I think we covered that topic pretty well. I Second think the topic. only, I think oh, the yeah, only yeah. thing that I want to... Um, circle back to that you had mentioned yeah. about um some of the things you found surprising with um for uh, that Alyssa the feedback that Alyssa had gotten mm-hmm. from her her housemates was about like why do I like he already knows what I want he knows what's in my heart which yes he does that's mm-hmm. that's a fact mm-hmm. but the the thing that always comes to mind for me when I hear this is just the the simple fact that what he is desiring with us is a relationship. He wants a relationship with us. And when you put it in the context of being in a relationship with the person that is there in front of you, if you only ever thought about the fact that you loved your husband, but you never talked to him about it, you never told him, you never showed him, it's going to be really hard to like nurture that relationship. You know, if you're not communicating with your best friend and you're just thinking about them like you're not going to be nurturing that relationship any relationship Mm -hmm. you can put any different title of type of relationship on that if we aren't actively engaging with those individuals in our life our relationship is not going to grow with them in fact it's probably going to do just the opposite So yes, while the Lord does know what is happening with us, he really wants that relationship with us. He is seeking us out, 
but he also wants us to seek him out also. And I think that that's part of that, that process is having conversation with him. And that means prayer. So that was just something that stood out to me and what, what you had, had mentioned, because I think that it's a very common thing that people think, you know, I know that, I know that I find myself not necessarily actively having that thought, but walking it out, walking out, not, not thinking about how important it is to actually pray and have conversation with him. (laughs) I think we all can find ourselves there. And so just remembering how much he really does desire us and desires our friendship and our companionship and that relationship. He desires all of that because he loves us so much. And, and that's part of the way that we can grow that. Yeah. So that's all, yeah, that's I, all I had on that topic. That's a, that's a really good point. I, I really like that you circled back around and brought that up. It made me kind of think too, of like how many times you like find yourself like complaining about something or losing sleep even over something or whatever where it just never for whatever crazy reason like this happens to me all the time like why don't I pray about it (laughs) like you know like duh like I don't even know and it's not because I'm thinking like God doesn't care I mean even though I do think sometimes that that is a thought that people do Mm -hmm. think at times like he doesn't really care about this he's got he's busy he's got bigger things to he's saving nations or whatever it's like oh no no he can handle all of that like he does all that so it's not even that I'm really thinking that it's just like it just for whatever reason at times there are certain things that will come up that I just doesn't even occur to me I'm like yep "Ah, what is wrong with you like (laughs) why aren't you praying about this it's so weird and I can be actively praying about other things and be like Oh, this is, anyway, yep. so I think that kind of goes along those same lines, but that's what yep. it made me think of when you Absolutely. brought that up. So thanks for circling that back around. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> okay, so okay, now on to the other part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Topic, two. Topic, Topic two. Yes. Intentional mm-hmm. with our story. Yeah. Yep. Being intentional with our story. Yeah. Um. I also brought this up um, at the October Eden and um, have since had an awesome, op- awesome, had a couple awesome opportunities to hear people's story who reached out to me and were like, I think I'm ready to tell my story. I want to tell my story. Um, and Amy, when you and I were talking, we talked, I don't know, was it earlier this week that we were on the phone for an hour? We thought we were only on the phone for like five, five minutes. minutes. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's been an hour. We've got to go. We got to um, go. <laughs> But we were talking about, or it might've been over Marco Polo. Who knows what it was, but, and we were, I was saying like, you know, without, without story, we wouldn't even have our Bible Uh, without people telling story. They're telling, you know, this is whether it be Jesus telling a story, he used parables all the time, which I love, Mm -hmm. um, or someone telling a story about Jesus and walking with Jesus or Paul telling his stories or whatever, you know, what what have you, if we, Mm -hmm. if we didn't have story at all, people didn't tell stories, we wouldn't even have our Bible. So And that's true to a certain extent in our lives too. If we don't share story, um, we, for one thing, we don't get to kind of brag on God and what he can do and what he does do and how amazing he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it doesn't give people an opportunity to see themselves within our own story or what God is doing or how he's writing their story based on our story. I mean, it's all so interconnected and so mm-hmm. beautiful. So we are being intentional about pursuing um, and allowing space for people to tell a story, to tell their story. 
Mm-hmm. So we're excited about that. Yeah. And you had said something even in, in our, as we were prepping today, like you said some really great stuff about why you think this is important. Will you share that with us? Yeah. And, and you, you touched on a, a couple of them. Um, one being that through our stories, we are, we're able to show the love of Jesus and, and maybe for somebody that isn't a believer or they're questioning, or they're like in an uncertain place, like being able to almost like in a tangible way, almost be like, wow, that's, that's what your God does. That's spectacular. Like, that's amazing. Even if they like have a hard time wrapping their brain around it, like just being able to, to hear what somebody else has experienced, I think could be really powerful. And I think that there are probably a lot of believers that have decided to pursue their own relationship with Jesus because they've heard somebody else's story and has thought that is exactly what I need in my life. Mm-hmm. That is what I need. Mm-hmm. That is what I, I need to learn more about this. And so I think that's super important. Um, I think connection, I think that it's to share our story is vulnerable. Bottom line, we are putting a piece of ourselves out there that maybe we've never even put out there before. Maybe we've never told our story to somebody. Maybe we have, who knows, but regardless of whether you've told your story once or you've told your story 500 times, it's still vulnerable. And it's still, when we're vulnerable, we have that, it creates connection with those that we are sharing our story with. And I think that that allows for growth and it's just such a a huge part of just being in relationship with other people and being in relationship with the Lord. And when we put things out there like that, and I think of, I think of people that have come to our eating gatherings and that have spoken and that have shared their story in front of this room of women and just sitting there in awe of like, wow, they are so brave. But then also recognizing that the opportunity for somebody to hear their story and to think, I'm not alone in this. I Mm -hmm. have felt that. I Mm -hmm. connect with that. I've been there. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. gosh, it felt so isolating. It felt so lonely. And to just know that there are other people out there that have experienced something similar, it's obviously not going to be the exact same story because we're all unique. But being able to hear like, oh my gosh, somebody else has gone through that too. Somebody else has had those types of thoughts or feelings that I was too afraid or too ashamed to admit I was having. Here's somebody right in front of me that's willing to talk about it. And that can, that in itself creates connection, but it also can just really crack us open to that. Like, I am not alone in this. So I just think that stories Mm -hmm. and sharing in those ways is so, so powerful for bringing us together and helping to encourage one another and lift one another up and having people that are like, I'm going to be praying for you, you know, because you've allowed them in to be able to do that. And that in itself can just be a a turning point. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's awesome. I love hearing other people's stories and just seeing how the Lord has worked in them and through them and how mm-hmm. like he's going to continue doing that. And it's just amazing because he uses each of us so uniquely and it's, it's just awesome. 
Yeah. So awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah. 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 It is powerful. So I, mean, I know I am, I feel like I'm thinking back to a couple of, you know, different people, even just, you know, standing on the stage at Eden Gathering or people who have joined us here on Eden Speaks or, mm-hmm. and just the power of their stories as I'm thinking back over the years of just different stories we've heard and uh, yeah. provided space to share. Um, and that's just, we just want to continue being really intentional with that. Yeah. And I do feel like you're right. I think that when you can see yourself, there's something power about, powerful about seeing yourself inside someone's story when you have mm-hmm. that like, oh, me too, or, oh, I mean, and honestly, the model to that is, you know, Jesus used parables on purpose so that mm-hmm. we could relate and see ourselves directly in the stories that he was sharing, mm-hmm. the examples that he was giving, like, oh, yeah, I've lost a coin before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about the story with the woman who lost the coin and come help me find this coin. And she turns around. I mean, I've lost a coin before. I've lost something before an earring, mm-hmm. a set of keys. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And how much, how much we focus on finding that thing. Um, but ultimately Jesus is like, yeah, that's how I feel about you. That lost button that you have an extra button anyway. I don't, you know, but I'm going to find the button. Like you know, that whole where you can see yourself in that. And it, it's like this, uh, you know, he's, he's kind of saying in that, in that specific parable, he's like, it's like this. It's like when you lose this. Yeah. That's how I feel about you. I don't want to lose you. I want to know where you are. So seeing ourselves in, in story with one another um, is, is similar to that. It's powerful, yeah. Yeah. crazy powerful. Yes. Yes. I don't think there's any better word than that. Like it's just so powerful. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super excited. Like I'm, I'm downright stoked to hear, hear more stories, like to, to get to sit with women and hear their stories. I'm just like, yes, this is going to be awesome. And I'm really, really excited to see who the Lord urges to say, Hey, I want to share my story. Yeah. I'm ready to share it Mm -hmm. because if he is urging somebody to do that and they are obedient to that, like it's going to be moving and powerful for someone, somebody out there that needs to hear whatever that person has to say is going to be impacted because yeah. there is, he, he, there's always purpose in it, you know? Yep. It really is. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we are kind of gearing up, um, talking, you know, talking about this now, we're kind of gearing up toward specifically starting in December. I mean, we are going to be inviting people who have reached out to us or who have, you know, stories that we've heard in the past that were like, oh my gosh, that's such a powerful story. Would you be willing to share that? Um, and if you're listening to this now and that, and you might be one of these people who's like, actually, I do feel ready to tell my story, or I would like to at least explore that. Um, we're going to start the process of being really intentional about telling story and how, and watch how story transforms, whether it transforms the life of the teller, um, based on just like you said, that vulnerability piece, um, and kind of stepping into that or, um, based on the or the transformation of the hearer, um, and how hearing other people's story does transform you because there's that connectedness. There's that me too component. Mm-hmm. There's that I'm not alone component, mm-hmm. um, which 
helps us be known. It helps us be set free. There's so many things that it does. Mm. It's just a really powerful catalyst for so many different things. We can't, I can't even imagine if we could even mention all of them. No, so, I don't think we could. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, think, I don't think so. I don't think so either. So yeah, that's, that's kind of coming up. That's one of the directions that we are going here with Eden Speaks. Um, we're, we're going to continue to like break down our Eden gatherings. Those will be happening here and there. We have, in fact, you know, we have our next one coming up, not too long, which I want to get too far ahead because I don't want to miss anything that we want to talk about, but we'll be breaking that down. Um, and then creating space for lots of story stuff. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Did we forget anything to kind of share no, or point that out? Was, that was all the stuff that was on my heart. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, yeah, like I mentioned, we our next Eden gathering is um, this coming Friday. No, yeah, not tomorrow because this will air tomorrow, Friday. This will air today. Today is Friday for you who is hearing yes. this. Yes, the 19th. And we will be uh, the following Friday breaking that down and just talking about um, everything we learned from Kathy Meyer. She's coming back. What did we decide? Her fourth year in a row? Yeah, I think it's the fourth year. Fourth this year. this specific, always November. It's always our November. Yep. Always November. It yep. started with November because I'm like, no, no, we need a therapist to help us as we head into the holidays and navigating all that come with the holidays. Because we Boundaries. Yeah, was the first one and it was a packed house. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. It was so awesome. I think we almost ran out of food. (laughs) Uh, Probably. Yes, I can imagine. Yeah, it was great. So we're excited to hear what Kathy has to say about Mm -hmm. being intentional and being transformed. Um, I know that she's just got some awesome stuff. And then, like I said, we will break that down and just talk about it um, the following podcast so if you can't be at the gathering you can at least get kind of brought up to speed with the podcast yep and then you can you know be out doing your black friday shopping with your airpods in listening to our podcast because that's yeah it's black friday (laughs) black friday that's so crazy to think (laughs) all right i love it yep i love it you're not too busy don't worry you're gonna get the thing i don't know what is it what is it you gotta have it's usually a tv or something some kind of electronic I, don't know. <laughs> I literally like saw a meme the other day that was like why y'all going crazy over tvs y'all got crazy got tvs last year what are you doing with them you know oh yeah it's so funny <laughs> tvs every year yeah every year it's wild it's kind of funny so wild uh yeah. what other announcements do we have anything else no i think that that's it uh we we hit on the story starting in december so mm-hmm. uh, the be ready for that. Mm-hmm. Be watching for those. The only other thing I can think of is Eden Connect. Um, our This is our division of Eden that is revolves around small group. We call it Eden Connect. It's going to be starting in January of 2022. So you can find out more information about that at livingwordocarver.com. And you can go over to Eden um, under ministries. And you should be able to find some information there. Once we have it up, because we're still working on it. Um, yeah, but I think that's it. Right on. For all the things. Yeah. We're, we're doing it. We're doing will it. You, will you pray us, pray for us? Yeah, I will. Awesome. Heavenly Father, speaking of prayer, oh, draw us to yourself in prayer. Um, yeah. Give us desire, um, even when we're in a place of desolation or even when we're in a place that's 
just feels really just dry. We don't even have the gumption or the motivation toward um, prayer, but we, we still want to have a relationship with you. That still matters to us. It's still really important to us. Um, and we know that that's how we can connect and engage with you is to have these conversations with you. So um, would you motivate us to do that? Would you teach us more about it? Um, even this idea of praying the spirit on all occasions, like Paul um, was instructing the Ephesians to do, God, will you, will you teach us a little bit more about that Holy Spirit? Will you help us to remove any barriers that might we're freaked out about or we think it has to be some type of way, um, whether that be just regular prayer or praying in the spirit, either way, God, will you just remove all the barriers? Um, we want to surrender ourselves to you. And we also pray just over every set of ears out there who are, who are hearing this, um, that you would touch people about story, that you would motivate people to move forward and to share story as we engage and in being intentional um, with um, being vulnerable and sharing what you've done honoring what you've done, um, shouting from the rooftops what you've done and how that um, connects us together. And it's transformational too, because people can see themselves in our stories and it is powerful. So we praise you for that. We praise you for your presence in all of that. We surrender it and trust it all to you. Um, have your way in us, thy will be done. In your holy, holy and precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.